0: welcome to the trinity western chapel podcast as a vibrant part of life at twu chapel creates opportunities for us to engage with god's story of redemption in jesus christ through his word prayer and worship we're glad you're listening and hope that you encounter god's heart for you and the world Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Trinity Western University. My name is Shannon, and I am just so happy to be here today. As you can see, I am a huge Trinity fan. I am a Trinity parent and uh, and some more. So I'll tell you a little bit more about myself in just a little bit. I am so privileged to be here today and to continue on the book of James. This is my favorite book in the Bible, like right up there, top three <laughs> in the entire book of the Bible. This is it. James is, James is a beautiful piece. It, it shows me that, um, I am not perfect and that's okay. And God loves me and he has great grace and mercy for me. And, uh, there is wisdom at every turn, as long as I ask for it. And you know, my favorite verse out of all of James, uh, is James one verse five. And it's, it's the verse that i actually when i get a new bible i write it in the front cover and it's the verse that i find in margins of notebooks around the house james 1:5 says if any of you lacks wisdom you should ask god who gives generously to all without finding fault and it will be given to you without finding fault in my bible that's the part that kind of hits me that's the part that i underline without shame without Recourse without, you know, shaking his fist at me, not like a disappointed parent. (laughs) He gives to me when I need it without blame. And I love that. Um, One of my other Bibles that I have, it actually goes on to explain a little bit more. And it says, Wisdom, as James understands it, is the ability to live life well and make good decisions. Wisdom doesn't come from old age or hard knocks. Wisdom begins with knowing. And depending absolutely on God, who is never stingy when it comes to wisdom for those who seek it. He supplies all the wisdom we need when we ask. But when we try to go it alone without God, trouble is around the corner. And that's kind of like that picture continues on in James 5 James 5 7 to 12 is the area that I'm focusing on today and I'm just I want to say thank you Reverend Dr. James for asking me to be part of this series that you're doing I am truly honored again my name is Shannon Mischuk and uh, I'm a pastor my husband and I pastor New Song Church and World Outreach in Kitchener Ontario Two of my kids go to Trinity Western, Quinton and Emma Mischuk. And there's a bunch of kids from our church, um, Carrie Patton, Lee Gatsby, who's now Lee Mischuk, Carissa Perry, and my niece Emily Alexander, who all attend Trinity Western University. Uh, as you can say, we are huge Spartans here in this household. Most of my husband's wardrobe comes from your bookstore. <laughs> so... I am just, I'm just honored to be here. So in James five, the author of, of the book of James, which is the half brother of Jesus. um, Some translations say his name is Jacob. He was also the founding leader, the founding pastor of the church in Jerusalem. And in this chapter, he's returned back to the theme that started off this entire letter. Count it pure joy when you meet trials of many kinds, the testing of our faith produces perseverance or steadfastness so that we may mature and complete And now in chapter five, James has returned to the theme of patient endurance, patience, Mm, patience, you know, (laughs) patience is more than just a Christian character trait It is more than something you have to learn. It's more than something you have to experience. Um, Patience is a spirit which is meant to permeate our entire being. It is a God-given gift <laughs> that is meant to just ooze from you and to this your sphere of influence and to affect people around you. It's a very important part of our lives. So this part of the chapter, it comes on the heels of James condemning the rich, ungodly Jews. They were using their wealth and their power to oppress the Christians, to oppress the Christian Jews. So in verse 7 to 12, he addresses the Christians now who have found themselves on the at the short end of the stick, if you will. They found themselves suffering at the hands of the ungodly Jews. So let's, let's allow James in this section of, of the, the chapter to teach us how to deal with suffering so that we can have this patient endurance that he's talking about. So let's read together James chapter five, verse seven. It says, be patient then brothers and sisters until the Lord's coming. See how the farmer waits for the land to yield its valuable crop, patiently waiting for the autumn and spring rains. You too be patient and stand firm because the Lord is coming near. Don't grumble against one another, brothers and sisters, or you will be judged. The judge is standing at the door. Brothers and sisters, as an example of patience in the face of suffering, take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord. As you know, we count as blessed those who have persevered. You have heard of Job's perseverance and have seen what the Lord finally brought about. The Lord is full of compassion and mercy. Above all, my brothers and sisters. So you get the point. He's definitely talking to Christian Jews here. (laughs) There's no doubt about it. He's talking to his brothers and sisters in the Lord. He says, Do not swear, which means do not take an oath. Not by heaven or by earth or by anything else. All you need to say is a simple yes or no. Otherwise, you will be condemned. God doesn't want you to stumble into hypocrisy. You know, here in Kitchener, where we live, we're surrounded by farms kind of like a city in the middle of the farmland so there's wheat and uh, corn and soybeans all around where we where we live actually we could walk out our door just a few moments down the road and we can run into a cornfield at any time and right now the fields are still covered in snow so the farmers are not out in their fields right now but they're probably prepping um, we've got a couple of farmers in our church they're prepping for that time that they're getting the seed into the ground so they need to get the equipment ready before they can get the soil ready, before they can get the seed in the ground. So it's quite the process. And uh, it's not a short season. It's a very long, lengthy season. You know, the Bible loves to point out lessons from a farmer, doesn't it? Jesus loved to tell us about sowing and reaping, about the life of a farmer. You know, it's a slow road from seed to harvest. Sometimes it can be a slow road from prayer to promise. And how you handle yourself in between, as a preacher once said a long time ago that I heard, and she said, how you wait will determine how long you wait. So that process between planting the seed and reaping the harvest is lengthy, it's difficult, it's uh, exhausting sometimes, and sometimes you feel like you're not going to see the harvest, but you just keep going. The farmer always is looking for the harvest and is patient until it comes you know most of us in North America I've done a lot of traveling um, in our our church we do a lot of overseas ministry we have um, we've planted churches in Romania Um, we helped start the very first Christian radio station in Ploiest, Romania just after Ceausescu was assassinated in the late um, late 1980s and early 1990s and so we have seen places where uh, Persecution, deep persecution, like severe persecution, has taken place, and it's kind of hard on this end of the the ocean to say that um, we've experienced the same levels of persecution. But in our own lives, we will we will experience our own trials, we'll experience our own moments in life that we have to develop patience <laughs> so that we can endure through it. Um, but sometimes, you know, we have. We've gotten pretty, I don't know, I don't want to say lazy because that's a pretty strong word, but sometimes when you're, let's just say you're in a big lineup for Starbucks and it's taking really extra long, and your, you know, grande double frappe, half skinny foam mocha chino latte is taking longer than it normally does, you can feel like that. You know, impatience starting to rise that you, you know, you got to get going. It's taken longer than 60 seconds. I want it. And, and if you think about um, how we consume entertainment now, everything's on demand. You know, I watch TV at my, uh, my time, how I want, when I want, the method that I want. It's all on demand. Life has become on demand. And that unfortunately can seep into your spiritual life because you want everything on demand. So you go through a trial and you want the answer and the justice and the the solution on demand. But it doesn't happen that way. There's a process. There is a journey that sometimes we have to go through. Um, And like I said, how you wait sometimes determines how long you wait between the prayer and the promise. I experienced that uh, with our first child, with Quentin. So Quentin, um, he's like 21 gonna be 22 this year so a long time ago when i was pregnant with him and expecting him in our in our first little while um there was signs that there was some issues in the ultrasound and um it was quite quite the rigmarole that we we had to go through and the geneticist um, at mcmaster had come to the conclusion that he would not have quality of life Thereby, we would ter- should terminate the pregnancy, and that wasn't something that was in our um, thought process. That wasn't something that we um, were entertaining, and so we headed home. And you know, all we have is prayer. All we have is to go to God and say, God, we need you in this moment. This is our trial. This is our our moment of um, needing you the most. And so, you know, every day we prayed for the baby for healing. Every time I felt him move, I thanked God for healing Quentin. So without grumbling, without complaining, without even, you know what, telling too many people. Because too many people have too many opinions. And so we kind of kept it hush-hush, and this is well, well before social media. We didn't tell anybody. We didn't stitch it, twitch it, tweet it, vine it, whatever. We kept it to ourselves. We kept it close, and we pondered those things within our heart. And it felt like the longest 20 weeks between the prayer and the promise, the 20 weeks that I had to go through before he, he delivered. And I don't know if you have met Quentin, but the geneticist said that he wouldn't have a high quality of life and that uh, there would be mental um, There would be issues with his brain, issues with his shoulders. There would be issues with his legs. I don't know if you met Quentin, like I said, but Quentin was the 2019-2020 Trinity Western University School uh, student body president. And uh, he's a very wise son, and he's a very uh, godly son. You know, we stood firm on the Word of God, and we experienced our our patient endurance, we we experienced our blessing, we experienced what Job came through on the other end, where God had given him double. Um, When I think about that time in our lives um, and going through every day, keeping check in my thought process and keeping check in my heart that I wasn't grumbling or complaining, that I wasn't woe is me, that I was continuing to stick to the words that God has in his scripture, that it shall be well and sticking to what I knew God wanted for our lives and leaning in and listening to his word and listening to his promises and just remaining in that place of waiting on him and waiting on him with expectancy, which is very important. You know, when we're impatient in our trials, we lose hope. It's very easy to lose your focus and to lose your hope when you become impatient, you want the answer and you want the answer now. You want the solution now. You want it fixed now. And when it's not happening in our timeline, we can lose hope. You know, I always say to everyone at church, it might not happen in our timeline, but it always happens in God's timeline. We can lose faithfulness. We can we can wander. We can flutter. We can sway and... And leave our faith when we become impatient. And we can lose the blessing that God has promised. And that's the tragic part. Job persevered and he saw double the blessing in the end. So without striking a deal, without swearing an oath, without promising all of heaven and earth in exchange for the answer to that problem, all you have to do is say yes to God. Yes to living out the wholeness of God in our lives. Yes, to prioritizing the things God wants in our lives. Yes, to honoring God in how we wait. So don't forget, how you wait can determine how long you wait. So I just want to thank you again for allowing me to come into your dorms or your computers or your phones or however you're watching chapel today and just share with you my heart, um, my love for the book of James. And I hope you've learned something, that something has stood out to you. You know, if you want prayer for anything at all that you're going through, you can reach out to me. I'm sure you can find me on social media. You can find uh, my kids and find me that way. Go to newsong.ca and find me there. Uh, ask Reverend Dr. James how to get a hold of me, he knows. And, uh, and I'd be glad to pray with you. But count it all joy. Count it all joy that when you're going through something that God will deliver you. When we lose, um, I think of the Israelites on Sunday, I was actually sharing this at church. When the Israelites left Egypt and they were going towards the promised land, that journey took well past the time it should have taken them. And the reason why it did is because they grumbled and they complained and they lost focus. And they took their eyes off of God and started trying to solve the problems themselves and trying to get their justice and their, uh, and their answer In their own terms and God left them out in the desert because they just they didn't learn Um, I don't want you to be left in the desert for too for longer than maybe sometimes maybe you need but I want you just to give what you're going through over to God and say God this is yours I know I need wisdom you have wisdom you're not going to shame me You're not going to rebuke me. You're not going to make fun of me for asking for help for this situation. Whatever it is, that God will be faithful to be there, be by your side, and see you through it. Just be patient. Be patient until the the Lord's coming. Don't grumble against one another. Remember that Jesus is standing at the door knocking. I love that. The judge is standing at the door. Brothers and sisters, be patient in the face of suffering. Take Job as an example. He never cursed God for what he was going through. He continued to be faithful. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. May that be said of us at the end of our days. That our, my tombstone will say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. So thank you very much again for joining me today god bless have a wonderful day in school enjoy those cherry blossoms in the center courtyard one of my friends was one of the pilots so for 30 plus years i've had a deep affinity for trinity western university and i'm just honored to be a trinity western parent and supporter and advocate and have a wonderful wonderful day god bless
1: thanks for listening
0: We hope to worship together with you soon at our next broadcast online at livechapel.twu.ca every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 11 a.m. You can also stay connected with us by following at TWU Chapel and at TWU Student Ministries. Much love.